Match, episode 100. Episode Centurion. 100, baby! 100 years young. 100 episodes old. Uh, whisper in your lover's ear. 100! If you like what you hear, you whisper in your lover's ear. They doubted we'd ever get this far. Everyone did. Uh, and then you're going to text the Soundhawk. 303-548-6877. This is Natch. This is a podcast. I knew we would make it. Uh, we cover food news eventually. Not right now. Eventually. We'll get there. I'm Josh Tyson. Uh, he's Mark Brush. He's the Soundhawk. You text him. He puts you on the newsletter. You get the Google Doc. It's crammed full of show information. Links to articles. Other oddities. What was the rule on dick pics? No dick pics. No dick pics. Oh, don't text Mark dick pics. You might, there might occasionally be a dick pic in the Google Doc. That's, Although not likely. That's your doing. Uh, so welcome. Episode 100, uh, you know, right at the get. Congratulations, Josh. Oh yeah, congratulations, Mark. Quite a milestone. I'm proud of you. It really is. I think you've done good work. I think in the decades and years to come, someone, maybe two people, will look back. On the archive of work we've created? That's the thing. A lot of uh, blood, sweat, tears, and other fluids have what gone into this podcast. In the post-Trump apocalypse. Speaking of fluids, Mark, mm. got some uh, tranquil, tranquilo. Let's celebrate 100 in style with by cracking open that Christmas gift from the Butler Brothers, Austin TX. I believe that is a fine spirit. I think it's a reposado. Reposado tequila, tequila. Agave. What's the other one? Uh, There's reposado. Yep. There's uh, muchacho. Okay. Anejo. Anejo. There's anejo. Why? I could. Oh, you're putting it in a glass. Is this a fine sipping tequila? Are you supposed to? It is actually. Shoot this. It's not a shooting tequila. It's a sipper. Asked one of those brothers. So thanks, thanks Butler Brothers. That's, let's celebrate our relationship with the fine team in Austin, Texas. Yep. They uh, are our production partners yeah, on okay. a show called Get Bit. Salud. With Mark Bittman. Something not to celebrate. What, Mark Bittman? No. A podcast with Mark Bittman? No, I celebrate that. I do not celebrate this. Well, let me have a sip first. Ah, oh, I don't smell it. Smoky. It is. That's pretty good. Smooth. It's been a while since I had... It's been a while since we drank... No, it hasn't been that long since we drank on the podcast. Okay, Taco Bell. Motherfuckers. Rolling out yet another over-the-top menu item across the country. What is it? Tell me. Naked Chicken Chalupa. Available nationwide, January 26th. That date has come and passed. They announced this in a press release. Good, thanks. So we could go get one of these well, right now? That. That's right. You'll soon be at this is I'm sorry. This is the this is eater.com. You'll soon be able to enjoy chalupa fillings tucked inside fried chicken that's been molded into a taco shell. I'm a little bit I'm far removed from the Taco Bell game. What is in a chalupa anyway? I don't know. I don't eat that. Is that shit. like seasoned grade D beef? What are we talking? You're asking the wrong muchacho. Hombre. The pseudo Mexican this eater. The pseudo-Mexican chain Ooh, dig. Ooh, dig. clearly has a thing for molding chicken into weird shapes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have that thing. Uh, recently launching triangular fried chicken chips served with dipping sauce for an odd twist on chips and salsa. I read some reviews of that and they were negative. Really? They were like, it doesn't look like a chip. It's too thick like for a, a chip. Like a lump of chicken? Yeah, they were afraid of it. It was an, It's just an unnatural shape, right? 
both menu items, that would be the chicken chips and the chicken fried taco shell, they would both pair well with a Taco Bell bikini. Now available at the company's new merch store in Vegas, obviously. I kind of like the tone here. Ob. Obs. And times, my friend, but we've been here before. We've survived it. It'll be all right. Yeah, we've lived through all sorts of weird fast, fast food, food innovations. Rollouts. Welcome. You know what? Episode 100, I'm taking off my uh, cell phone case. Caution to the wind. It's because I had it on upside down. It was distracting me. That's how we roll. We had it clipped into our drone. We got a drone oh, for yeah. episode 100. Yeah, we did. We got a drone. We'll Wait share a drone pick. pick at some point. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, you already finished that, huh? <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> Easy. I tried to talk. Oh, it's okay. Keep going. Cover. Cover. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds. I'll be back. All right. Well, usually Mark likes to cue up. <coughs> okay, wait. I can do it. Are you sure? I can do it. Yeah. Are you ready? Because I need the sound cue. They're, oh, they're ready. I'm going to need, I mean, you know, ideally I would need three of them because we have three. This is a we are watching segment in three parts. Oh. Tell okay. me who's watching. This is, I'm going to give you two. So Natch is a food news podcast. <clears throat> we cover food news. We are now covering the intersection of food news and post-Trump America. Yeah. In a segment called We Are Watching. Hit oh. the cue. Oh, it's not, I don't have a sample pad, man. You never know when that cue's coming. Is it coming? Oh. There it is. All right. Part one. Tweet, Duff Goldman. Everybody knows Duff Goldman. Was he the bass Captain. player in uh, yep. Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Roses. The cake on the left is the one I made for President Obama's inauguration four years ago. The one on the right is Trump's. I didn't make it. Scratching face concerned emoji. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Now, since this is a podcast... Josh, why don't you describe those two cakes for us? Well, uh, the lighting's different on both. I've been a stickler for lighting today. We've been doing a lot of selfies. Uh, but on Obama's cake, so the lighting is kind of a rose hue. But what really matters here is the shape. It's a, uh, how many tiers do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven tiers. Mm-hmm. It actually looks like a bunch of hat boxes stacked to me. Mm-hmm. And then there's well, some. Well, it's very um, democratic. Yeah, and it's the. the Governmental. S- the second layer from the bottom is festooned with a presidential seal and some uh, like banners, some, what do you call those, ribbons? It's my stomach. Now look, though. Looks like there's some coins on the next one. How and many, then at co- the how very many coins? Top, how many coins? I'm seeing five coins. And then on the top, How many on the other one? Five. How many, you know what? The same is, striped uh, the, foundation. How many stripes on that one? Doesn't many. matter. How many on that one? Yeah, it's the same cake. How many stars coming out the top? Doesn't matter. This is a, same cake. Trump's wife likes stealing, stealing speeches. Just lazy, man. Just lazy. Well, so I read an article about this oh, you did, second right? cake. I didn't read this. Uh, the Okay, but before you get to it, can I just say that I'm also intrigued by this large sword they're wielding to cut that cake. <laughs> yeah, it's taken like a bunch of people to... I mean, they're a full two or three feet away from that cake and still able to cut it. Well, let me tell you something about this cake, the imposter cake. Are they samurai? The majority of that imposter cake? Yes. Not edible. Totally, of course not. It's made of foam. It's decorative. Right. I don't know if that's true of the original cake. That might have all been edible. Mm, they no. might have just devoured that whole thing. But a cake maker, I think in Virginia or something, they they basically brought her a picture of this other cake and were like, make this cake. She was like, okay. Ooh, that was Are you tequila. She said, it looks a lot like this other cake. You want me to make this? And they're, yeah, just make this cake. We love this cake. It's perfect. Make this cake. Is this the la- This is who made the cake? Yeah, yeah. So she made the cake. Oh, I don't think Virginia. she totally realized who was who it was for. 
Mm. And so then when she found out it was served at Trump's inauguration. How would they? Okay. Guess what she, hey. It she does don't, have the presidential seal on maybe it. Maybe that <laughs> was added later. I don't know. Fair point. She maybe. donated all the money she'd made on that cake to uh, LGBT causes. That is Boom. how we resist. Yep. In the face. In the face resist. What's this quote? What <clears> is this? So then I found this other article about, this is all about, the article is called, uh, I think, Why Trump Hates Women or something like that. But there's, okay. there's a little aside in here that's... He's, no one loves women more than Trump. It's cake. He has said this multiple times. I've got something that touches on cake here for you. He knows how to touch him. He, Trump, was the archetypal brat. His father, himself a successful real estate developer, endlessly expressed a belief in his son's greatness. God. You are a king, his father would tell Donald, according to biographer Michael D'Antonio. His son took that to mean he could set his own rules. In elementary school, he gave one teacher he didn't like a black eye. Others were pelted with erasers. At birthday parties, he would fling cake. Oh my God. Yeah. It's truly the biggest a-hole on the planet. All right. Throwing cake. I mean, have you been to, I don't, I don't even see kids like that. I didn't know kids still I'm existed I'm in the watching, like I mean, th- this is the phase I'm in. All I can think to do is pay attention and watch. We yeah. are watching. Hit the key. Oh, no. We eventually we're going to have to do some stuff. Yeah. This will not stand. No. People are pissed. People marched. We are watching part two. Do I get one? Nope. Badlands National Park goes way rogue on Trumpster. I didn't write Trumpster. Did you write Trumpster? No, I assumed that was you. I didn't write that. Following, who's in this doc? Some newsletter subscriber is in here monkeying around with the doc, I think. Yeah. And we that, that, that privilege could be yours. Maybe we could open up the doc to select subscribers. It could be like say, a sweepstakes. You give us a story. We'll cover it. Yeah. But you got to be in the doc. You got to get in the doc. 303-548-6877. Soundhawk newsletter. All you need to do. Following an incident with the Department of the Interior, the Trump administration issued a ban. <laughs> That's the one. They issued a ban preventing EPA and NPS... National Park Service, employees from tweeting and speaking to reporters about environmental issues. On Tuesday, at Badlands NPS, went rogue by sharing climate change facts. Update. I don't know where I got this. Probably BuzzFeed. The bad, the at Badlands NPS tweet, tweets have been deleted. Now, did you follow this saga? Mm-hmm. It was quick-lived. But amazing. But amazing. Some... The story goes... Some disgruntled rogue Badlands employee. social media manager at the Badlands. Um, yeah. I still had access to the account and was like, I'm going to kick off some climate facts. They were facts. Yeah. You and, know what those uh, look like, right? But they were, it was definitely a little subtweet on, on, on the Donald. Fuck the Donald. But then, like, that got taken down and everybody's like retweeting it, screen captures. This is, you know, you will live in infamy. Thank you. Even though you just got fired. Too mm-hmm. bad. But then this other account came up, which was, ge- I thought this was genius. Oh, yeah. Badlands NPS and then Bad Ass. No, no, oh. Bad E-N's NPS, capital I instead of lowercase l. Looks the exact same oh. when you type it in. It's a total parody account. Although, genius. I was going to read a few of those. Are they gone now, too? It seems to be. Who deleted gone. that? Let me look. I don't know, man. What the fuck? Yep. No, it's, it's still there. And it says parody, but they've taken down all the tweets. There's who? one. I know who did it. What is Twitter up to? Why do they let Donald Trump run his mouth on their platform, but they allow people to just like the government to just ax accounts? That's I know not right. It. Tweet at David. Wait, you know who did it? Of course I know. Who? Who do you think? 
I don't know. Take that, this down now. That Spicer guy. The thing that this is uh, David J. Hoyt. David J. Hoyt. The thing that. A little early. The oh. thing that. Dis- that. The thing. <laughs> the thing that. Dis- you can't throw me. The thing that dystopian novels could never predict was the sudden rebellion of the National Park social media managers. Here, here. Here, here, man. That's what I'm talking about. Asymmetrical activism popping off in weird ways. Well, here's, here's what's interesting, too. Social media kind of got us into this whole mess by, by How do we use it people existing out? only in social media, thinking they have communities established, but they're really just these fake online communities. They're isolated from each other. They're, they're isolated got, from their though. community. They're, they're curating all the information <laughs> that they want to get, so they're getting selective news. They don't really know what's going on. So then this wingnut gets elected... But social media might help save us, right? You can't bring me down today. This is episode 100. I'm not trying to bring you down. Yeah, that was a good uh, Freddie Mercury right there. You love every episode. Ooh, you were writing some lyrics last night. Part three. You ready for part three of We Are Watching? Um, No. I mean, I am. The sound cues are done. There's one more. USDA checked off. It's my title, but a BuzzFeed article. It's, it's a great title. The U.S. Department of Agriculture rescinded an order stopping scientists and other employees at its main research division from publishing, publishing documents meant to explain science to the public. This is old news. This is the problem with the podcast. Everybody knows this. Everybody's mm-hmm. hypervigilant about it. How are you going to make it doing. relevant, Mark? Well. Make it now. <laughs> All right. Uh... uh or just keep reading. So he put a, the dude put a freeze on the social media accounts at what? Wait, what happened? Health and Human Services, Transportation, National Park Service, EPA. The EPA mm-hmm. is the one that anybody can riled up about. You can't publish like science without going through the Trump advisory team. <laughs> dude, big deal. Now, it's, some people have backpedaled and like, oh, no, that was our own internal memo. We do it every time there's a change in administration. To our knowledge, there is not a precedent for large-scale communication freezes like this. Gretchen Goldman, research director for the Center for Science and Democracy at the Union of Concerned Scientists. She of the furrowed brow. They're very furrowed. I'll make it real for you. Make yeah, it real. It's make a it big now. deal. It's a big deal. We're, we're altering our ability to get the information we might want around climate, etc. It also puts a big freeze on a lot of the shit you were getting all excited about last week. You love that organic checkoff program. Uh, I think if you checked the tape, I didn't. Oh, you loved it. No, I didn't. I was like, why are we trying to, why do we need to sell organics to people who can afford it? We need to figure out a way to make it more affordable for people who can't. Since we might have new listeners in episode 100, the recap is all the organic producers get together, put a little money in, you come up with a big essentially marketing campaign like Mark got milk. Likes to, he encourages you to think of it as the got milk campaign got organic no I know but you're you likened it to like what it is the milk this is an established tradition these research and promotion yeah. orders I'm just trying to put it in context egg the uh, the incredible edible egg pork the other white meat these came Beef, out of it's that. what's for dinner there you go there you Sam go Sam Elliott we Reef. ideated a little bit on what the organic team might do but fucking then, gar dude we did no Sam Elliott he's all he'll always be gar when you put, so not only do we do the communications freeze, we put a freeze on new, essentially, I, if I'm understanding this right, new regulations. So the organic community coming together, pulled together 30 million, they thought they were going to start this. On the cusp. Why don't, we, why don't we hold off on that for a while? Yeah, let's freeze on that. You also got a, you got a hard freeze on a lot of like the, these animal welfare improvements that were made. Yeah. Fucking chickens and cages. 
they did not win. I have a solution. They lost the election too. Eat less meat. Yeah, that'd be good. Yep, save some water. All right, that's if my we yellow, are watching segment. I didn't get my third one, but that's all right. It's yellow, let it mellow. It's brown, flush it down. People save the water. Live it. You know that's true in the studio. It is. Uh, oh, are we? do we want another shot? Do you think that's prudent? Mm. Uh-oh. That's your phone. Get your phone away from the mic. Okay, well, I'm just saying, I, it's right here in the dock. Another shot of Tranquilo, Ooh. courtesy the Austin Butlers. You only live once, man. You only have a 100th episode once. Uh, while you're pouring the tranquilo, <laughs> like, are you okay? Wait, give me your glass. I'm going to check in on the food, babe. Okay. I figured we're a hundred episodes in. Remember we used to like, uh, we used to talk about her all the time. Vani Hari. Vani Hari. Vani Hari. Um, a, I don't know, mo- mom? She's uh, a food an activist. activist. Food activist. She's not a mom, dude. Oh. Or is she? If you're checking in. She has a kid now? Look. Oh, shit. And I guess it has been a while. We haven't looked in Maybe a while. Maybe about nine months. <clears throat> I was going to, excuse me, I was going to try to figure out what, what's on her mind these days. It's clearly sugar. She's, she's fighting sugar as just she's a She's got demon. a kid now, right? Our little angel, angel is here. We are so crazy in love. Meet Harley Diane. Harley Diane. Delivered naturally. Oh, boy. Harley Diane. Full birth story coming soon. That's okay. Uh, I would congratulate the food babe on the birth of her child, and I would say... No, that's great. The rest of your stuff is still looking kind of ridiculous. Continually exposed... Wait, look at this. I know you will love this recipe. I mean, what could be better than turning a healthy avocado into fries? Food babe's coconut avocado fries. Wait, are you frying this? Because that doesn't sound too healthy. <laughs> that's fine. Oh, no, you bake them. She's, it looks like the big thing right now is sugar. She's... Oh, here, no. She's hot. She's... Here she is. She's after El Monterey beef and cheese taquitos. What are we saying? These might be easy, but isn't it worth it to give your body the nutrition it needs from real food instead of... Yeah, I agree. The amount of processed ingredients in these taquitos is absolutely insane and does nothing good for your body. Besides, it's far too easy to make a tasty 100% organic burrito at home. All right, I'm with her on that one. That's fine. Look, she's thriving. I don't know what she's after. Ooh, here she's after Rockstar. What's she saying about Rockstar? Remember when she, she followed us once and then unfollowed us and then she followed did. us again and then unfollowed us. <laughs> Couldn't keep her. Remember when I was her security detail at Expo West? That was, that was a moment. She doesn't remember, but it happened. That was a big show. I don't know what we're going to do for the next Expo, but it's going to be big. Of course it is. Everything we do is big at a big show like Expo West. All right. I don't know. what. I mean, she seems like she's doing fine. Maybe we should start paying attention again. Maybe not. Maybe a period. Maybe every hundred episodes we check in. Oh boy. What do you think about that? Vanny Hari Food Babe, creator of foodbabe.com. Okay. New York Times bestselling author. Okay. Named yeah. one of the most influential people on the internet by Time Mag. Oh, come on. Do you let other people say that? That's textbook. That's Natch Marketing 101. You don't go you don't... suck in your own lollipop. Right. Exactly. It's bad form. All right, that's the upfronts. <clears throat> Man, that was quick. Oh, here's my shot. Oh, Cheers. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Hat tip here to Aquarium Drunkard, one of the best music blogs in the biz. You go there, you're going to find all sorts of oddities, all sorts of great mixtapes, endless curiosities. New listeners should know that oh. Josh, Josh, Tys- jo- oh, Josh, Josh Tyson Tyson, quite the interlet. In- oh, my God. <laughs> 
internet music spelunker. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Glad you got that out. <laughs> yeah, you've had too much already. Uh, so, what's this song? Mm. It's called Freedom. Mm. You said you wanted some uplift. Is it George Michael? It's not that George. It's not that Freedom. It's Freedom. In parentheses, we have Horya. The outfit responsible for this music is called Abadain. And here from Aquarium Drunkard, here's a, here's a little bit of uh, history, if you're interested, Mark. I know you are. Mildly. You always love context. Uh, the enduring enigma of the unknown, a cornerstone of various compilations, both authorized and not, focused on sub-Rosa 70s North African folk pop. Abadain. As you do. Was a short-lived Algerian outfit. Freedom is their legacy. Uh, freedom. Hooria. You say potato? You know, Sub Rosa 70s North African folk and, folk and pop, both highly overrated. I'm going to disagree with you there.
song is dripping with freedom. I, I that, think that's the, that's one of the unsung assets of this show. One of our greatest gifts to the listeners is the is the interlude, the music that comes out of Josh's uh, inbox. Yep. Before it lands on NPR, I might add oh, yeah. several tracks. Go back two episodes. What is that? Episode ninety eight. Listen to some porcelain raft. You heard it here first. Yeah. We also have a great interview with Porcelain Raft. You, yeah, you got really excited about that. I mean, it's I'm good. still excited about it. Okay. I don't know why you're not. I mean, I am, but... We're on Medium. <laughs> All, oh, yeah. We didn't, we didn't give out the old social media shtick. Oh. Natch 9000. Natch 9000. Everywhere. Everywhere. SoundCloud. Everywhere Instagram, that matters. Twitter. No Facebook. Medium. No Facebook. Fuck Facebook. No Facebook. Fuck Facebook. And right now... I'm on Vimeo. I'm on Hulu. I'm on Sling. You're on fucking Friendster. That's what you're on. Uh, but speaking I can't of, believe it's our 100th of, episode. Speaking of Friendsters, Mark. Have we gotten better at it? I think we have, probably. I think each episode's like two steps forward, one step back. Just like America. So I don't know where exactly we are with relation to where we started, but I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling quite tranquil. Could be the, could be the tequila. So let's take you to a conversation now. Real quick, brief chat. We're going to catch up with one of our longest... Time food supporter. news eventually. We're okay. almost to the food news. All right. You want to do the setup? Tell them about Stuart. We're going to talk to our friend Stuart. Best does the best meme work in the game. Yeah. He's a meme wizard. He's a project management maven uh, currently living in Seattle. Longtime listener of the show. So this should be fun. What? Check. Check. Stuart? Hey. Check. Hi, Stuart. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi. <laughs> I am... Uh... I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Did we get it right that you're a project management maven in um, Seattle? I should have a better uh, elevator pitch. Uh, sort of. I do uh, like digital marketing work, um, but sort sort of sort of project. I, I I run projects more than I manage them. I sort of deal with the day to day. But but yeah, that's that's close enough. Yeah, project manager. When are you squeezing in the memes? Uh, you know, through, I try to pepper him throughout the day. I think it's important to, I, I want to know audience. why he has all those scabs on his shoulder. Oh yeah. And why he was <laughs> licking them. <laughs> why are you licking your scabs? They never heal. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, I've, I've been in Seattle for almost two years. I think it's time to get with the program and get a little scabby with the rest of these people. So yeah. <laughs> have I've you ever actually been... never seen so many open sores in public in my life, which I guess is, like, <laughs> no big surprise. No, I think he's being serious. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Really I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of festering wounds. What? Now, is that a needle drug thing? Sure is. Sure yeah. is. We didn't. There's Seem- no oxycontin here. That stuff's that's that's flyover country business. Okay. Yeah, See, this is all new new information to Mark. I have no idea. He lives in a very milk toast bubble. He had no idea that. There's I thought a- the drugs went out with the punks. No, <laughs> no, no. no, no, they're still here. They uh, no, it's um. I think the average age went up. Demographics are shifting. Ah. Yeah. It's a boomers. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about it before this call. I think episode one was what, uh, a little over a year ago? Uh, I think it was like probably almost two. Well, I don't know. Good. <laughs> Wait, he always asks the so, hard questions. Um, yeah. So I think that Natched is, this is definitely the, I was just trying to figure out how many, this is definitely my third job listening to you guys. And, oh. Yeah, you've seen me through two, just one wretched temp job and one uh, suboptimal one. 
That's, a, that's a heartwarming story. Well, that is <laughs> making me a little melty. He's got shitty jobs and he still <laughs> listens to the show. It's hard. It's also a cautionary tale. It is. Um, so, but if you're, if you're listening right now and you hate your job, Natch, episode 100. <laughs> Text me. I'll kick it over to Stuart. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. You can make a new friend. You may have a call. Talk it through. I yeah. can't find the questions that I wrote down. Do you know where they are, Mark? What? No. I you had put together some questions. For him? Yeah, for both. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to ask him questions. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, I think I can maybe remember what Bring they it. were. Bring it. Did you prepare him? I sent them. Did I send you questions? Did you give him the questions in advance? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. I tried to be a professional. I also have listened to 99 episodes and have never opened the doc, so maybe I should get... Oh! oh you've, you, you've not opened the Google Doc? Good. You just never. got signed up. Yeah, never. Are you not, not. on the newsletter list? I am no. unaware. No. Nope. Oh, well, shit, man. Okay, we're going to remedy that right now. I'm doing it right, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Most people have All to right. text the sound talk. You've bypassed nope. that step. Yep. All right. Uh, favorite... Episode? Was that one of the questions? That's a t- how are you going to... Come on. I don't know. My favorite episode is episode... What was it? 37? Just because you listened to it again recently. Well, I don't know. All Maybe right. one sticks if out. If he has an mind. answer, that's great, but I imagine he doesn't have an answer. It's fine if you have no answer. Mm. I still... <laughs> that sounds like no answer. It's more uh, of an overall vibe. Yeah, no, there's there's probably a few. I don't know the numbers. I would say any... Oh, I know any, one. Any one where there was a lot of early sound hawk squealing. Oh I'm yeah. Of those. I like to just, when, you know, picky people being uncomfortable, it's, it's my favorite genre. Oh, he's, he's <laughs> oh, me picky. It's my lifeblood. I, I know one of his favorites for sure though, is the fabled Alzheimer's moment. Uh, oh yeah. Outstanding. That was pretty good. <laughs> Sick bird. Savage. See, but I think yeah. we need to get an intern to take count because I feel like I, and you, maybe, you know, cause you've listened to a lot of these, but I feel like I've snuck more past Mark no than he way. has snuck past me. No way. There's a lot that I've said. And then you weeks later, like, I just heard you call me a motherfucker. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, the, mine are more nuanced, though. They're more covert. Yeah. 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 Mm. The, oh, oh, oh. oh wow. don't. Why are you feeding Next ego, question. Uh, oh, what would you like us to do more of? Mm. That's a tough one. Because we are listener I would supported. say. Yeah. Ad, uh, ad, ad free. I, you know what? Mine, maybe this is getting into details territory. But details is on the outs. That's fine. I know it's probably easier said than done, um, but the corpse of details would probably <laughs> resurrect herself and also concur that I really like the guests. Ooh. But maybe if the guests were like half of the episode. Ooh, Not the whole one. But I know that that just is a, maybe that's a booking issue. No, what the hell are you talking about, simpatico? Like you've been saying that. I, I have been saying Who's, that. Who booked the last guest we had? I don't know. You? Yeah. Oh, does he know about our next guest? He might know our next guest. What? He's been talking about our next guest. Who has? Him. Are you talking about Danielle? No, oh. I'm talking about Legs McNeil. Oh mm. yeah. I'm uh, only tangentially uh, familiar with with Legs, but yes, I'm. We have a call scheduled. I actually got that book you guys have been going through from the library, and it was, it got stuck in the stack, and I had to return it without opening it. Oh, Oh. damn it. Oh, my gosh. You should just go buy a copy. Well, no, here's the silver lining. Keep it. The silver lining is whenever he gets that book again, he has a companion piece ready for him. Yeah. That's true. So let us, yeah, let's ask you that. How do you feel about our spinoff shows? We have um, in, the, in the Face for Insider actually, NFL Action. Sorry, I got to do the plug, Stuart. And then uh, Book Buddies, which is a book club for people. Yeah. Yeah. I have not dipped into the Book Buddies because of my Legs McNeil 
library guilt. Okay. Um, That's fair. I have a personal, uh, I don't know if it's an issue, but I have a personal thing. Cut off. Face, <laughs> which is that I grew up, as I'm sure you guys may know, I, I grew up a big football fan. Yeah. Um, and I have fallen off of it pretty hard the last few years. Um, Does that have something to do with MMA? It does. I, I replaced my, I, I, I like to watch strangers get a different kind of head trauma at this point in my life. And okay. I'm a fan of combat sports. Uh, God, this guy's off the rails, open festering I, wounds. Yeah. Head um, traumas. So if you want tactical fistfight breakdowns, I've got you unfortunately right. way more covered than I like to admit. Um, but yeah, so I have listened to some of them. I would say that I, I enjoy them. I also enjoy, though I have not followed the NFL that carefully the last few years i uh Neither i enjoy we. uh josh i enjoy your wild um <laughs> your wild uh shooting of missiles into the sun trying to understand <laughs> the, the uh the tactical part of football um no, i'm getting there but, i don't no, know if i'm I don't know. miles and i'm glad you're taking steps yeah i don't know what i'm closer on like understanding tarot or understanding football <laughs> but i listen like, to a lot of fucking talk radio a lot of sports yeah. talk radio well i think the, not to get too far into this, but the, the part of football I always thought was interesting was kind of the X's and O's more than the, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the myth of momentum and strategic mind. You're yeah, more X's and O's than tackles and bros. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Oh. I think it would be it would be cute if we could sit around and pretend that we know how the dynamics of a professional sports locker room work. I, uh, I don't think so, um, but. But so yeah, I enjoy it, but I, uh, it's, um, the to- it's not that topical for me right now, I guess. Fair. Okay. That's fine. Well, speaking of MMA though, didn't you take part in a fight recently? Weren't you in your yes, first bout? I, uh, I, in September, um, now was that on pay-per-view? No, I think there's a, U- there's actually a YouTube I have yet to watch, but I will send it. I, uh, we got to put it in the dock. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I've been involved for, I've been, I guess almost five years or maybe a little more than five years, I, I, I stepped into a um, martial arts gym for the first time in my life. Uh, got pretty serious about it the last few years, um, and I was not ready to compete, but I did it anyway, and I did it on four days' notice and at altitude, so I flew into Denver. Mm. Uh, and if you want to know how it went, I already gave my two excuses. Um, but yeah, I got, <laughs> I got beat up by a boy in his early twenties who had 10 pounds on me, but I, uh, I did it. I, I got usually a man up. of your age has to pay for that kind of service. So, oh yeah, yeah, no, I got, uh, I got beat up in front of a hundred strangers in short shorts, but it was, um, <laughs> it was one of the more oh, intense man. experiences of my life and I'm going to do it again in April. So, so what did you learn about yourself getting beat up by that young boy? How do we give him a segment? Listen to this guy. I know. I, I'm uh, thinking an MMA uh, podcast is on is the horizon. A, it's, a journey, it's a journey of self-discovery. I, it was pretty, it was great. Um, in the moment it was miserable, but it was like, it was pretty awesome. It's a weird out of body thing for sure. The, I've listened to it. Like I said, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and things about this and everybody says the same thing, that it's this intense sort of out of body experience the, right until it starts. Like the five minutes before it are a real, a real mind fuck. Like, mm. because but then once that, you're in it, you're just in it, right? Yeah, yeah. it goes goes by quick and i got i got finished in the third round i didn't even finish the fight but uh, like finished yeah, like knocked out yeah holy yeah. shit not, 
wasn't knocked out. I was about I was about to compare it. It sounded eerily familiar to giving a presentation with one of my <laughs> slide decks to a room full of CEOs. It's, you know the, what? The third round. It's uh, it's probably not that far off. It's <laughs> it's maybe the first one where you're like, everyone's looking at me, and this might not go my way. Yeah, but I didn't get beat up. Reminds me of when I was testing for my yellow belt in karate uh, and got a rib broken. Yeah, that's on the podcast. Check the archives. Yeah, that was it. Was it was yeah. not nearly as manly as what Stewart's describing. I can't do it today. No, I had to finish, but then I, yeah. What are you fucking waving your finger around huh? for? You're not no. the fucking producer. <laughs> Stuart, what would you like us to do less of? Um, hmm, I don't know. Don't, don't be I afraid like of hurting the, our feelings. I I like a medium amount of uh, of banter. I like the, uh, I think the back and forth is great. And I think you guys have it pretty well, pretty well, uh, um, segmented isn't the word, but I think the proportions are good. I think, uh, early on it was too much food news and sometimes it was none. Um, but I, (laughs) I like the eventually. Well, that's great. So we've hit our sweet spot. I think I just gave you guys a compliment sandwich. That was good. (laughs) That's something every project manager has to be very adept at. The flattery comes naturally. (laughs) All right, Stuart. Well, thank you for taking a Skype call with us. We uh, we're about to get on the on the old Skype with details, Defe. I think so. God, shall we send along your regards? I'm gonna roll my sleeves up for that one. Yeah, Yeah. buckle up. It's gonna be a lot like your uh, your third round knockout. I think. Well, she's going down. Just uh, just bite down on that mouthpiece and try to live in the present moment, and you'll be fine. All right. Uh, you're the best, JTT.org. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, I'll talk to you at 200. Well, yeah, and if you're going to come back into Denver and fight again. Come to the studio. No, oh, give I us an invitation. Do, oh. I'm literally never doing that at altitude again, but I will, uh, I will come by. I think I'm back in February. Oh, well, great. He'll be a guest for part of the show. Yeah, if you want to be a guest, like in the studio, not the whole show. Yeah, Cameo. just part of the no, show. No, no, yeah, just part of the show. Cameo. All right, All right buddy. Happy Knock Friday. Dead. Yeah. So there you have it. A great little chat with Stuart, just long time listener. Just the tip. We didn't ask him about just the tip. What do you think that means? What's that referring to? Uh, I still haven't figured that out. But uh, you can visit him at justthetip.org. His social handle, I think, is jtt.org. Like at JTT.org, you spell it out. I'm going to trust you on that one. But if you go to his site, he has uh, pretty insightful music reviews. Treat to hear from a listener. Yeah. And actually, we talked to another longtime fan, too. That talk was tough love from uh, old details, Danielle details. I think we open the next show with that one. Yeah, so stick around for 101. That one needs its own. Needs space. (laughs) It needs its own, and then we need to comment on it and some length. Uh, so I mean, right now though, not. I don't know. Let's, you know what? People come for food news. We got to give them the food news. Yeah. But didn't you want to give them a clip oh, yeah. from well, an old episode first? Well, this is in the food news eventually part, but let's, well, this has actually, this clip has a bit of food tech, which is something we end up covering a lot on this show. Since food tech being kind of the intersection of technology and food. This does. Oh, it does. And when you think oh, about food tech, what do you this have? This is about right? Slayer. Oh, you want to do that first? Yeah. Oh, all right. What are you talking about? I thought you were talking about the Stardust and Snowflake thing. That is Slayer. Right, but we start with this, right? We start with the clip. I'm going to set it up. You son of a... Okay, set it's it up. episode 100. We've talked to a, a fan. Yeah. Now we're going to revisit a moment from our 
I don't know. What episode was this? Why did you have to bring Slayer in? I was doing just fine with that. <laughs> because it, it's because of Slayer that we're doing this. I'll, it has all right. nothing to do play with Slayer. Play the clip. I'll do Slayer This would have been after. a good clip to play afterwards. You're shoehorning in this Slayer shit is what's happening. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Just you play and your, the clip. You and your Slayer obsession. Do it. I don't think I'm ready now. I don't oh. like your attitude. She got me mad. Who got you? Oh, you need to calm down. What? We are all stardust, but we are also snowflakes. Each one of us a little bit different with different dietary requirements. It's not a glass slipper situation. That's here. good, man. Yeah. We're all, we, we, what was that? That's our t-shirt. We are all stardust, but we are also all snowflakes. That is not t-shirt <laughs> so, material. Something like that. From stardust to snowflake. I don't Ooh, know. We'll keep stardust, stardust and snowflakes. Oh, stardust and snowflakes. Oh, what can we do with that? Ideate I, on. You know what? We could become like an ice skating duo. <laughs> we could be called Stardust and Snowflake. <laughs> we gotta put on like unitards. No, not unitards. What do you wear? That's like, what they're called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, just a spandex. No, just get all one dolled piece. up, though. Get all dolled up. Yeah, lots of glitter makeup. Stardust and snowflake. Although I don't, I can't ice skate. Can you? No, but that's fine. Can you roller skate? This is like a movie. This is like, um, who are those guys that make the, uh, the dog show movie and the... A Christopher Guest movie? Well, no, he's the actor. Oh, well, no, no, he's, oh, yeah, the, he's, he's the, the director too. The, it, this is perfect. Stardust is. and Snowflake. Or it sounds like an Adam McKay kind of Blades of Glory sequel or oh, spinoff. Man, I love it. We got there. We should end on that, but we can't because there's food. Oh, we got some food tech. <laughs> Last story. Yours to run with? Sure, I'll run with it. Yeah, you've, you've, hogged the, uh, all the, you've hogged all the intros this time. Just, just the brains and the beauty here in this story with Dr. Grace Douglas from NASA. Okay, easy, Tiger. Uh, uh, NASA Food Science, Complete Nutrition, Emerging Technologies, and the Mission to Mars by Stephen Daniels, appearing on FoodNavigatorUSA.com. Stephen Big Ups Pro. You know him? I know his work quite well. I know his team very well. I know Stephen a little. Yeah. Enough to respect him. him. To uh, to maybe broker an introduction to Grace Douglas, PhD, wouldn't you, Mark? No, I would not. Jesus. You were just going on and on. I, uh, well, I was, I was pleasantly surprised, but all right. The, um, by physical outward beauty, how shallow it's all, um, especially in the post gender world. Snowflake, baby. (laughs) Um, um, Oh yeah! I, oh Jesus! I wrote uh, I wrote something for Stephen and his team a few oh, weeks back. Hold on, uh, let me let me go grab you a gold star sticker. I think we have some in the art drawer. Stephen interviewed Dr. Grace Douglas, NASA Advanced Food Technology Scientist at IFT, which is the big food tech show. Happened recently-ish. I think it's in oh, Chicago. We're about to be interrupted. FYI. Well, we're almost done. Nah. What? So there you have it. Uh, we didn't really get to the meat of stardust and snowflake in that i thought we would no that's what stardust and snowflake was we did the whole thing about the ice dancing duo but not the like no that's you're unique in the same all at the same time what yeah well that's episode 19 that's all right can cool. you believe it's been that long since right, starting that, star 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 it's always tempting to call it star flake and snow dust it all works but it's right there in the intro right we're all we're all part of a grand giant ecosystem right stardust we're all made of the same thing Stardust. Stardust. But we're all unique individuals. Snowflake. 
Yeah. And so I think, especially in, in the realm of food news, when it comes to things like paleo, dogmatic diets, no room for them, no love for them here, all right? Because what works for one person is not going to necessarily work for the other person, for another person. What works for me might not work for you. Speak it. You can eat your high-fat, animal-fat diet and go fucking bananas with your HLD, HDLs, because you, I don't know, your good cholesterol is super high. But guess what? Got, got bad news for you in a minute. But anyway... <laughs> We each, we each require different things. My body runs optimally on two IPAs a night, too. Now, what does Slayer require? Because more than two Slayer, IPAs and more than one lager a week, I'll tell you what. Not me. Slayer Band official Instagram. <clears throat> lovely photo of the band going, ah! Mm-hmm. Photoshopped in Donald Trump and the, what do you call these? Uh, he's throwing goats. Throwing goats. Copy. Believe it or not, this picture was posted by me, Tom... Araya? You know the you lead singer of Slayer? You just pissed off a bunch of Slayer fans. Araya. Ooh, Aria. even more angry. Oh, you're just digging a hole. Do you know? I'm not going to even speak. You don't know. Tom Araya on 120, because I thought it was funny. I was amazed at the... This is so small. The comments about the picture, some positive, some negative, more than amazing was the two hours there. Ten, whatever. He posted this photo. Huge controversy in the Slayer community. Yeah. I only bring it up because... <clears throat> in commenting back, oh shit, what did he say about snowflakes? Is it in the main thing? Here we go. But I never would have guessed that there were so many snowflakes commenting their distaste for the new president. What? Urban Dictionary. Slayer Band official. Snowflake. An overly sensitive person incapable of dealing with any opinions that differ from their own. These people can often be seen congregating in safe zones on college campuses. <laughs> Well, that is a direct link to the clip we just played. Bravo. Yeah. Who was Snowflake? I thought it was me. Dude, no, we fought over it. We're all both. We're, we're all, all both. both. I didn't know let that's me, what Let me ask you this, was. listeners. This, this taints. Taints? Don't this talk tarnish, about your taint on this tarnishes podcast. Tarnishes the whole t If you could go to a website and order a black t-shirt mm -hmm. of the most premium organic cotton that said Stardust and or snowflake. Well, it says or, one or the one other. Or the other. So that's, this is our first merch idea. It's I mean, one or the other. You would do it, right? Well, the, and the A in Stardust no, no, no. is our font. We switched the font, remember? The A in Stardust is our font. God. The, and the, it's the like a normal N font. Well, we have snowflake. two fonts, courtesy details, DFE. Yeah, hat tip. Mm -hmm. Stardust, and you do the clean font, and then you swap out the A for the weird A that we use, and then in snowflake, you swap out the N. That is a... That's a shirt you can wear to a wedding. Beautiful. You can wear it to a funeral. We'll get on that in 2017. It is 2017. That was a trip down memory lane. Now I'm going to give you some real food news. Eventually, now. Okay. Exclusive. It's all happening now. Hat tip Morgan Oliveira of the Rhode Island Oliveiras. Exclusive. What you've been waiting for. Hungry Root, which I'd never heard of. Really? Got your Hungry Root right here, Mark. Raises 7.7 million to make sinful food healthier. By Polina Maranova, Fortune.com. Ben she a tennis player? Keen. Are you going to speak? Ben McKean thinks comfort food can be guilt-free, and his company just raised another guess how much they raised. I'm going to think that they raised $50 million. $7.7 million to prove it. He founded Hungry You're not going to prove it with a mere $7.7 million? In 2015, sensing an opportunity to use plant-based ingredients... To make so healthy, right easy-to-prepare versions of craveable foods. Such as? Ah, good question. The startup's most popular items include 
Tell me what you think. It's mm. almond chickpea cookie dough, which can actually be eaten raw. I'd eat that, I guess. Yeah, sure. me too. A sweet potato mac and cheese. Mm. What, the noodles are made of potatoes? Don't know. Sounds sweet, heavy. Sweet Sounds potato heavy. Mac and, cheese. and a carrot noodle pad thai. I'd okay. eat that. I'd eat that too. That sounds pretty good. Sorry, what was the point? No, the point, the, what's interesting, so one, so let's veg- make... plant-based comfort foods, is that it? Yeah. That's the takeaway here? Startup, raising money, hot, 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 hot. That's what's, a startup? That sounds like a recipe. Hungry root. What's interesting to me is they went direct to consumer. They were only online selling this food. That's the way to do it. And then they, did, they started to switch it up, and I think there were a few stories, but listen to this. They used data to test consumer demand around a noon product. Around a do new you product. mean data? Tracks click-through rates, repeat purchase rates, and direct customer feedback. We Listen to this. We may believe people will love a certain product, but if no one clicks through it, we know something's wrong. Maybe it's the name. Maybe it's the nutrition. Or maybe it's even the concept. Maybe the URL's broken. They have revised products significantly based on product analytics. For instance. This, this is big data. This is interesting. The duo thought their daikon noodle ramen meal was a home run. I would think so. Me too. You're making noodles out of radish? Until <laughs> I can eat the shit out of that. The data showed otherwise. Numerous customers ordered it once and nobody came back. What the? After digging deeper into the feedback, excuse me. <laughs> DPL. McKean, McCain, McKean found out consumers thought the meal was too spicy. So the team revised the recipe. If we were selling that ramen meal in a grocery store, the only thing we would know is that sales weren't going well. So we'd just pull it and say it's not working. But online, we can figure out why it's not working. We can give you exactly what you want and only what you want, and you'll never try anything new. Mark, as you're well aware, and many of our listeners know, I am a marketing maven. Before that, Up for debate. I was a thought leader in the experience design realm, commonly referred to as a UX game. Big, big piece of the UX game these days, Mark. The only proof I saw of that was you as a thought leader in product management. Do not make me send you a link to the numerous articles I wrote for UX magazine, exploring all aspects of experience design. Self-declared I'm talking about the research, talking about the design, and I'm talking about data, Mark. Talking about reams and reams of data. If there's one thing we're good at in 2017, it's collecting too much data, more data than we can use. So I, my hat's off to the hungry rooters for finding a way, because that's how you succeed with data, Mark. You don't just set it in a big pile and show it to your stakeholders mm, and be like, look, it. look how much we, look all this data we got. You got to suss out the stories, my friend. Get smart with the data. You got to get the insights and you yeah. got to build the fucking narratives. Stories to be told out of that data. Thought leader. You're sweating. Pits are wet. Hey, we've been podcasting a while. We got one left, man. All right. It's all you. Oh, shit. Can you, can you deliver? Probably not. The closing story <clears throat> for episode 100. Well, I feel like this... Uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah, I mean, if you go back... Come back for 101. We're going to open with all the reasons why you shouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Hat tip, defa details. The listener will explain everything that we've I'm done wrong. I'm going to thank Stuart again, just for... Oh, and you're just going to not thank... I'll thank her next week. All right. You know, if you can't take tough love, Mark, then... I can take it. Get out of the kitchen, man. So long-time listeners will also know, and I'll tell you again for those who haven't listened before, that uh, my cholesterol, not too long ago, I went and got a physical. This was maybe middle of 2016. Check the archives. We discussed it. My cholesterol levels were wicked high. 
They were high. They weren't wicked high. Doctor said wicked high. They were pretty damn high. Weren't they like 242? That's, bad class dude, <laughs> I know people that have like 380. I know corpses. And they're like three food. years older than you. It's not like, so you, they were high, but they weren't wicked high. Wicked high. So as Mark and I got into a discussion about cholesterol, um, you know, he, he was bragging endlessly about how, it's all you know, his cholesterol is kind of high, but uh, the good news for me. Mr. Mark Peacock Brush is that my good cholesterol is, is, is exceedingly high. No, I don't think that's So I right. don't have to worry about a goddamn thing. And so Mr. Animal Fat's over here. Not true. He's going on a completely fat-based the diet. The point I made was that cholesterol in its entirety is overrated. Yeah, well, that's then you'll like this article, Mark. As a, as a biomarker of heart disease. This comes from Stat News. I'm not a doctor. No, close. But I pay, I pay, I pay attention. Hey, I pay you're attention. smarter than most doctors. I, if, if I've read the statistics correctly, like half of cardiac events don't present with an even high cholesterol beforehand. What are you going to do? That's why he's the kingmaker, folks. I'm probably spouting nonsense. Go to your doctor, get your blood tested, check Raising HDL, widely known as good cholesterol, for years has been thought to protect against heart attack and stroke. But a big new study published Monday found little <laughs> evidence it does. The finding upends the advice doctors have been giving millions of of wow, patients words. and explains why the drug industry has failed <laughs> time and again, despite billions Stop it. in investment to develop a drug that cuts deaths from heart disease by boosting okay. HDL levels. Got it. The study looked at years uh-huh. of data from about 630,000 people in Ontario. Humans? People. Oh. People. Is that humans? Usually. Are you saying Canadians aren't people? Because that's kind of fucked up, dude. Sorting their HDL scores from low to high. Those with basement level HDL were more likely to die of cardiovascular complications, but the risk did not drop steadily as good cholesterol levels rose. Uh, Yeah. People in the low HDL group were also more likely to die of diseases unrelated to the heart. So they're telling you you should have higher HDL. No, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> are you dumbass? <laughs> no, they're saying it doesn't really fucking matter. It's saying if you got bad cholesterol, don't say don't, and then decide. Oh, but I'm okay because my goods high. Yeah, no, it's saying what you said. But it is saying that if you have craziness, if you have low good cholesterol, you're more likely to have problems. Right, but the, but jacking your good cholesterol up isn't going to do me any huge yeah. favors. Well, who's trying to, I'm not trying to do that. Well, I didn't include this in here, but their drug companies have spent billions. I think that was in here, of actually. Of course they have. Billions. Yes. Trying to develop drugs that would jack up people's HDLs. Oh. And who knows what those side effects yeah, were like. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Probably leaking anuses and heart attacks uh, and rashes galore. Conjecture. That is, that's conjecture. It could complete. give you rat-like focus. <laughs> but that's not conjecture. <laughs> rat-like focus? What, what, like I you said? could blaze through a maze? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to want that rat-like focus in a few years. All right. So I don't know. I'm just rethinking cholesterol again. And, and why have I been eating pounds and pounds of salmon to, raise, <laughs> to get all those good fats? Oh, man. I don't know. Here's what I'm going to do. You Are you going to test it again? Oh, you did test it again after your oh, two yeah. or three month vegan experiment. It, uh, hey, it worked. I, went, I ate like a vegan for like, yeah, two or three months. Cut out the... the Bulletproof coffee. Well, we called it buckshot coffee in this house because it was not the bulletproof proprietary blend. Cut that out. Uh, ate oatmeal pretty much every morning for three months. What'd it do? I, it dropped my cholesterol by like 60 points, I think. If, and if you went from 240 to 180, maybe you're fine. Quite, well, I don't know if it... Maybe it didn't fall that far. 
I was still, I'm still on the high end of the spectrum. <laughs> and then my doctor wanted to do like a whole battery of like, I'm guessing very expensive tests, like lipid tests. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I, I ducked out before the lady came in. <laughs> well, I was waiting there and she's, she said, I'll send in a nurse to kind of explain these tests. And then I sat there for like 10 minutes and no one came in. <laughs> you just left. Well, then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go. Like, well, cause I mean, my, my appointment had, with my doctor had concluded. It was like, I'll send her in to give you this information before you go. Oh, she wasn't coming in to give you the tests. No, 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 no. And she was just going to, she was going to give me information about the test. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, these but are going to be never expensive. But you never followed up. Well, so guess what? And that, but it had been like 10 you're minutes. You're a compliance problem. Well, then I was just like, I, I got to go. But then what happened? Do you remember this? I'm driving away from the hospital and I'm waiting to turn and the car in front of me backs into me. Oh yeah. Because there was that. a truck making a wide turn. So because of those, like just the thought of those lipid tests got me into a car accident. I don't think I need them. That's my point. I'm more fascinated by the way you just duck out of doctor's appointments in the middle. The appointment was over. Yeah, it's over. It was. It was like you a suggestion. Cleared. Somebody was coming to talk to you. Nobody clears me, Mark. I clear myself. I got a bit of news. All right. Before you try to close this thing out. Well, you looked, you were like no, lurking, just, trying to look and see where we were. Yeah, we're at 59 I'm, minutes. That's a good place to be. Let's have a little sorghums update. I don't have it. Too bad you can't drop that mic, huh? I got te- What? Oh, I thought you cut me. It's <laughs> tempting. This is, this is another gift to our listeners in episode 100. The long-running concern people have had for me and my sorghums disease. Well, why don't you give the people a little bit of background I don't know. It's that. phantom asthma. It's, I don't know, something. Oh, yeah. Well, so, sh- oh, wait, but so those, anyone new to the show should know that Mark is... Kind of a hypochondriac. Oh, whatever. Yeah, he has he has these tight lungs. They they flare up anytime you upset him. There was. Did you hear went that? To the, went, he can hardly breathe right now. <laughs> went to the ENT, got scoped. Everything looked fine. You got a scope like down your nostril or down yeah, your mouth? Through your nose and down your Ugh, mouth. Did they? If you go to the ENT, that's what they do. I I went in. to the ENT and I just got a hearing test. Well, no, I guess not if you're testing your hearing. <laughs> God. They didn't scope my ears. Yeah. Um, no, I remember it. it was a Russian guy. He was nice. Why do you need to say that? <laughs> I don't God. know. It's fraught environment we live you, in. You, you're bagging on Canadians and in. Russians now? It was the pre-intake, and I sat through it. I didn't leave. And he said... Uh, I left when it was fucking over. Oh, have you ever been to the ENT? I'm like, no. I was like, here's what you signed up for. And he pulled out... That doesn't out, sound like a Russian. He pulled out the thing. Have you ever been like, to ENT? <laughs> and he should, Here's what you signed up they for. They shoot that... They numb it, and then they shoot it down... Oh, sorry. They shoot it down your throat. And Anyway, she was looking down there, and she's like, oh, everything looks fine. Everything looks fine. Blah, blah, blah. You do have very thick saliva, which can indicate sh- Sjogren's, not sorghums. You decided to call it sorghums. Oh, right. The, the condition is Sjogren's. It's an anti-inflammatory thing where you don't produce enough mucus in your throat or eyes or something. And like, you can't, it just, it's chronically dry and you're like, ah, it's uncomfortable. Anyway. You're don't chronic have it. many things, but don't you're have not it. chronically dry, I don't, don't think. Don't have it. Sorghum's free. But what would have been better? Would you have rather found out what's wrong with you or are you? Yes. Yeah. So you would have been happy if you're like, yeah, you got some mild no, sorghums here. But I don't want something you can't do anything about. So. You can't do anything about sorghums? Not really. Just eye drops? Yeah. And lots of water? It's anti-inflammatory. It's autoimmune. How can what did I say before? Anti-inflammatory? You did. I was wondering what you <laughs> meant by that. Autoimmune. It's an autoimmune condition that you can't. And what can you do you about your thick saliva? It's like your tinnitus. You can manage it, but. Oh, you had to go there, huh? What are you going to do about your thick saliva, though? <laughs> Drink more water. That's it? Yep. You got to cut back on your weekly lager? And I'm going to do that. I'm going to stop thinking about it, and then it will go away. 
Well, I think what you said there is the biggest piece of it. You got to stop You're thinking right. about it. You're in your own head, man. I am going. And look to- at this. I mean, I'm going to, I guess we're going to tee up a little bit of the next episode because longtime listener gave us some tough love, gave us, that's, that's real affection. That's like, I care about you guys. Here's what I'm noticing. She was wrong on every single count that she made, but I was able to roll with it. I'm fine. You sent you into a tailspin, man. You're wheezing. No, I'm not wheezing. Your chest is tight. It's always tight. I ended the discussion. You look by like saying, you're about to pass out. What you're, can I do? Pale? Yeah, you're, you're I can tell your hands are clammy the way they're steaming they're up the inside of that glass. No, they're not. I said, "What? Let's. What do we do to get you back full time?" I, I'm aware. I'm That's a what they fully all realized human being with a big heart and a bright mind. Not a big ego. What were you going to say? <laughs> Didn't say anything about ego. No, Mark, you are a Stardust. Episode 100. We have done it. Yep. Stardust and Snowflake. Snowflake and Stardust. Kudos to us. Yep. <laughs> no, scratch that. No, fuck that. Thank, I want to thank people for listening. Well, that too, but kudos I want them to, to keep us. listening. I want them to tell other people to listen. You want them to whisper in their lover's ears. You do that. Text the Soundhawk. What's that number, Soundhawk? 303-548-6877. Find us online. Just search Natch 9000. Yeah. Be fucking dialed right in. Um, Bye. Yeah, be well. That's it? That's it. I'm just going to shake your head? All done. You think you're the producer? You think you can just nod your head and I'll press, press stop? That's not how it works. I'll stop when I'm ready to stop. Come on. Nope.